What's up, game heads? It's Ramondo and TJ for another side quest. This week we are talking about Resident Evil 3 Remake. Uh, we've been jamming on this for the last couple nights over this weekend and everything. It came out, what, Friday night? I want to say, yeah, Friday, Friday, well, Thursday night, Friday, day, whatever. Came out Thursday night. I uh, gotta play it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I played it Thursday night because I was like waiting. I had it just sitting there uh, and then hopped right in right at 11 o'clock and powered it on. G was like, how are you doing this? I was like, we pre-ordered it. We can play it, you know, at 11 the night before. Her mind was blown. So we played that until about one in the morning. And I was like, I don't think I'm done. But uh, for now, but yeah, man, the game is out. I'm excited. I loved Resident Evil 3 uh, back in the day in 1999 when it first released. Uh, it came on the tales of Resident Evil 2, which came out in 98. So like just a year later, you got another one. So it makes sense that they released this a year later from the remake of 2. So here we are. We are in the same exact spot. Um, for anybody out there who's listening to this that hasn't played it yet or is intending to play it at least, uh, we are going to be talking about heavy, heavy spoilers of the game. Um, I highly recommend if you are are going to play this and you want the surprises and everything to not listen. But if you don't give a shit, and you're not going to play it and you just want to like, you know, come along for the ride, then uh, more power to you. We can totally invite you to hang out with us. So with that said, without further ado. TJ, I got to get your impressions of this game first and foremost. How are you? En- how much are you enjoying this game right now? More than I enjoyed the demo. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the demo the demo just thrust you right into like the mix imme- almost immediately. I mean, it was the same as the beginning of the game proper, but with a little less. It was less nemesis right away. You know. Yeah. I mean, in the I, other uh, one, he showed up like almost immediately. You're like, oh shit. And then he just chased you out of the out of the level or whatever. I the beginning of that game is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. Uh I like I, I wasn't expecting the cutscenes or anything like that. You know, the live action stuff at the beginning. Sure. That was unexpected. They had that in the previous one, I, I want to say. Something like that. But but the acting was terrible. Absolutely terrible in 1999. <laughs> Her Resident Evil, like normal. Uh, it was very bad. The the live action cutscenes in the in the original. Um, but I have to agree with how good the game looked. I mean, just when I came out of uh, the of the subway in the beginning of the demo and in the beginning of the game, I guess we we'll just say the game. Uh, I come underneath that shutter, and you see people running by, and people in like the first zombie you know staggers out, whatever. After I killed that. I kind of just walked into the street and just kind of looked at the lights and stuff like the neon lights look amazing. The, the billboards and the darkness and the light and everything. It, it, it looked awesome. Like, I feel like it looked better than two almost. I mean, for the most part, maybe it's recency bias. I don't know. Well, full disclosure, what are you playing on? Uh, the one X. Oh, you're playing on one X. Okay. I'm playing mm-hmm. on PC. Okay. And you got turned all the way up. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cr- it's crack max. Ooh, I got to see that sometime. Dude. That sounds like, it, like it looks probably, just melt your eyes out of your fucking head. Beautiful. Well, I bought a new monitor, so I've got a 144 uh, hertz monitor. So the motion's really smooth on it. Gotcha. Um, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. And even streaming it up to my um, my Shield TV, playing it on my TV upstairs, it you know you can't tell you can't tell yeah. that you're, you're streaming it at all. Um, I found a little things. Um, at least coming not so much from the demo, but the start of the game mm-hmm. where you actually are uh, walking slowly, you know, mm-hmm. um, sh- 
I just can't get over it. Like that's got to be one of the best, you know, best intros. And I've seen in quite a while. It seems yeah. like, uh, you're just kind of walking and she's all hurt and everything walking through the, the streets of raccoon city with it just being completely decimated. Now this takes place. What it's like the same time as resident evil two or so, just before the events. Like, I mean, I mean like marginally before there's a little, so this takes place just before resident evil two. Some of it takes place like, during Resident Evil 2, but someplace else. And then, like, so they it, 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 it interweaves before and during uh, what happens in RE2. Uh, for instance, like, the stuff that you see most of it happening, this is all this happens before Leon gets there. Like, when you're playing as, uh, this is kind of jumping ahead, but when you're playing as Carlos and you're blowing the hole in the wall in, in the bathroom upstairs in the, in the police station, you show up as Leon later on, and that shit's already done because Carlos did it before he got there. Uh, for instance, like when the cop gets bit, like you show up at the police station right in the beginning of two, he's already bit and is like halfway dying. And get yeah. Like, so this shows how he gets bit and so on. So I thought that was really cool because like uh, going through a lot of the, the police station, I'm like, hey, I know where a lot of this stuff is. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. I'm not playing as Leon yet. So <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Um, it was just kind of neat to see some of those events unfold beforehand. Right. Um, and I, I don't remember. See, I don't remember Resident Evil 3 all that much from when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Uh, Nemesis always kicked my butt. And so it put it was really um, off-putting to me at the time. Now, you know, as a gamer, I've obviously matured. Um, I absolutely love this one. This is It's so much fun. I, everybody's complaining about Nemesis and how, you know, oh, Tyrant was so much better in Resident Evil 2. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really see that. Well, they're two different flavors, you know, in my opinion. I mean, they're cut from the same cloth, but different materials. I don't know. I don't know how, what metaphor you want to use on this thing, but they're similar. But the thing about, about, the, about, ty- about the tyrant or Mr. X or whatever was that he was slow and methodical. So you could easily get away from him if you, t- if you just, you know, ran around and did enough stuff. You can just kind of lure him where you wanted, where Nemesis is much more... Um, He's much more dynamic as far as how he attacks you. He's going to try to fuck you up from a distance and he can just jump back in front of you where Mr. X, if you left him behind in another area, he would slowly walk to you. You wouldn't hear him for a while. Then all of a sudden you hear footsteps getting closer. He wouldn't just pop up in front of you somewhere else. I mean, you know what I mean? So I think that part of it is probably what people are pissy about because they were used to being able to just just lure Mr. X away. Or if you ran far enough away from him, you could get far enough away that he would legit walk all the way to you from wherever he was where mr where nemesis would just pop up boom well i think that's the big thing is everybody is complaining that he is much more scripted as opposed to an ai like um right like like you know um, tyrant was or mr x uh my encounters with him though are terrifying that mm-hmm. first time that he pops out um you know, when you're trying to put out the fire, like it's different from the demo mm-hmm. than it is in the the full game. Did right. you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I, I, at one point I hated Nemesis when I first started playing. I was like, man, he just, and that's about to be, remember, uh, I told you I started over. <laughs> yeah. Part of it was because of him. Cause, um, I had used too many like healing items and I was burning too many bullets. And so I was about two and a half hours in the night that I started playing it. And the next day I was like, you know what? Uh, Cause I got to the part shortly after he chases you back to the subway station and stuff. And then I had to like lure him down these pathways and stuff. 
and yeah. I kept getting killed because I didn't have enough healing items and I didn't have time to grab one. I didn't have any grenades and I have anything. So uh, I got really pissed off and I was like, man, I got to start over. So with that said, let's let's start from the beginning uh, and we'll get to that stuff, I guess. So we what you wake up as uh, as Jill in her apartment. Um, you poke around, you find some different items on the wall and stuff like that, some hints. There's, a, there's some nice Easter eggs in there ref, referring to her, uh, you know, pre, the previous game and all that stuff. Uh, you, you, ne- Nemesis attacks you pretty much immediately. He bursts yep. through your wall and you got to get away from him. What did you think, though, of that, that big, those first scenes, though, where um, it's all in first person? That just kind of shows you what that RE engine is, uh, you know, oh, yeah. what it can do. I mean, I, I could not believe it. Um, really cool the little nightmare scene that she has where she's walking up to the mirror and mm-hmm. she looks like she's all infected and everything yeah uh you know some of the recurring pts dreams from uh the original encounter right um i thought it was pretty cool i mean it just shows what that they could make a first person game like they well i guess they already did they did that in, with resident evil 7 uh where it was first person but it <laughs> i can't stop gushing over how good it looks the game looks amazing it looks so good it plays so well um it's it's gonna get a lot of high marks man i I said that's just my hot take (laughs) just (laughs) woohoo like i'm saying something nobody fucking knows but yeah i I agree that that first person view was pretty cool at first i was like this game isn't gonna be you can choose can you is it gonna be first person or third but then it switched so um yeah, I thought it was wild that they threw Nemesis at you right away in her apartment. And then yeah. like, you get to fight past him and get out of there. And then, you know, and, and the whole time I had kept having like, uh, uh, kept reminiscing about playing Tomb Raider, the most recent Tomb Raider series, because she was getting fucked up left and right. Just getting blown through a door, tossed uh, down a hallway, and he kicked her into the wall and stuff. I was like, man, I feel like this is Laura Croft just falling down like a, <laughs> falling down a hill, getting hit into rocks and stuff, you know, and all those gruesome deaths that she went through in that game. Well, what was also cool was kind of that that camera angle that they chose, where you know you're kind of seeing it from a first person or not a first person, but the camera's like pointed at her face as you're running away from him. Mm-hmm. You know, that thought that was a cool design choice. I hated it. I, in, in really? a good way, I, in a good way, in a good way, oh, because okay. I can't see how close he is to me as I'm running away. And the kids and I <laughs> hate it because you hear him just boom, 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 right walking towards you. You don't know how close he is to hitting you or grabbing you. Ah, I, I hate that shit. It, it's it's fun, but it drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you meet up with uh, with what was it? Brad Vickers, I think yep. is his name, and you guys walk through the city before you start to actually fight and you, you kind of, you keep going or whatever, Brad getting, getting bit as you're going in, uh, into one of the doorways, which I thought was BS cause he shouldn't have been gotten bit. Like how can you not hold the door two people against one or two zombies? Like give me a break. Uh, but scripted of course. So he gets bit. He tells you to go. He sacrifices himself. You find a gun a little later. Uh, and then, you know, chaos ensues i mean it it gave me shades of being in the police station prior to actually making it there just because of how the layout of the of downtown is how'd you feel about downtown and like kind of run around that that small area getting a that small area getting acquainted oh i loved it uh i loved going down through the uh the donut shop or the little restaurant and all that um the scaffolding stuff you know, going through the the alleys and everything, mm-hmm. great great level design. Um, 
I think they they recreated a lot of good pieces from the original because I do I fondly remember going through, uh, you know, some of those alleys and seeing like um, a, a zombie or something, a shadow of a zombie. I, I'm pretty sure that was in the original. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I, where, where she's going through uh, one of those first gated alleys and you can mm-hmm. see just the silhouette far in the in the shadows. I remember yeah. that from the original game. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, and I'm glad you you bring up the shadows and like the the lighting. Uh, there's a cool moment that I realized was like, man, they they put so much detail into this world and into this the, these these areas. Um, as I was kind of backtracking and like unlocking, like you know, using the bolt cutters to to open up the store, to open up different areas to go and hunt for hunt around for items and all that stuff. At one point, I had to backtrack towards the subway station where we were, where you start out at. And I went through a gate and there was a light behind me, like showing like a, my shadow on the wall in front of me. When the gate opened, I walked through it. And then behind me, I mean, on the wall in front of me, I could see the gate's shadow close as I'm running down the alley. It was just kind of cool. Like, that's a nice touch. Just little stuff like that. Little small details that the average person I feel like would just miss and not really pay attention to. It's so cool that they put that stuff in there. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The lighting in the, in the game is absolutely absolutely amazing um so let's see where were we at you're running we were running through downtown yeah the donut shop and all that stuff opening up <laughs> some item item boxes getting the, the bolt cutters and kind of backtracking along uh getting the water hose all that stuff i mean i guess we don't have to go like like foot like step for step what we did necessarily but you hang out in downtown doing all that stuff kind of gathering supplies and opening so, up all the doorways and stuff Here's a question for you. Which mm-hmm. way did you go? And when you what first do you mean? So I went, you know, you can either go down through the restaurant. Okay. Or, yeah. Or you can go up, go to the right and go up the stairs and go to the scaffolding and end up going through uh where you find the safe for the first time. Oh, I, I went up there first because okay. just because of the demo, I knew where to, exactly where to go with where I wanted to go anyway. I went up there, I opened the safe. They changed the combo code from the demo, though, which I was like, crap, I got to go down there and go and look at them in the pharmacy and look at that poster. And so I ran down there, did that. And then you open that safe and you get the the sight for your pistol, which is nice. That helps the sway of of your gun to not do so much on that and give you better accuracy trying to get those headshots. Um. I also thought it was pretty cool that when you, I think this is a touch from Resident Evil 2, if I'm not mistaken, but if you look at your map, it will give you a hint as of if to let you know of items you've missed. So if there's a box of ammo in a corner down an alley somewhere, it lets you know like, hey, there's something over here. You didn't go down here. Go check this out. I caught on to that pretty quick and I was like, oh, I feel like I should be using this, you know, going to hunt out some of this stuff down. And I found extra ammo the second time I played through. Uh, That would have been super helpful that first time. And how many times did you go back to your item boxes to drop crap off? Um, I didn't go back quite as much as I did the first time. I was going back like constantly and I was constantly saving. Uh, Taylor was like, dude, how many times are you going to save? Like every time you do something, you're saving. I was like, I know I can't. I got to stop. Uh, I did it quite a bit. But on that second playthrough, I didn't because I kind of had an idea what to expect. And I was pretty good about like some zombies. I just dodged them. I didn't even fight them. I just ran past them unless I had to fight them. Other ones. I was started doing more of the shooting them in the head till they fell. And then I would just cut them on the ground with my knife over and over again until they died. So I could save ammo that way. 
Oh, um, that's a good tactic. I didn't do that. So I've been doing a lot of that. By the time I left that first area and got back to the subway station where Carlos and that old and that old man were, mm-hmm. I had over a hundred, over one hundred bullets uh, for my pistol, and I had probably nice. had about around eighteen or twenty shotgun bullets left because I hadn't really used them. It was pretty cool. I tell you what, the fir- in that first first area before you leave on the subway car, mm-hmm. when you have to go to the power plant. Mm-hmm. The substation and those effing bugs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> those things pissed me off so yeah, bad. Yeah, the shotgun was was perfect for those things. I burned a lot of my shotgun ammo down there. Um, unless they ran away far enough, I would pull up my pistol real quick and hit them from a well, distance. But it it was so gross. Yeah, like if one of them got you, and next thing you know, <laughs> you're infected. You got to eat a green herb and then puke them out. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't remember that. No, I, that, that, that I want to say that was a new area. I could be wrong. Somebody correct me. I'm yeah. totally fine with it. At me, it's totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So where are we? Where are we? So we're hanging out in the downtown area. You got the the donut just, shop. Just the whole area. You went up the scaffolding. Yeah, we hung out in that area. Did you go in there and see that the, the Mega Man? Uh, I, no, because no? I missed it. Um, when I got the lock pick and I was coming back after that. Sure. Uh, you know, Nemesis comes out of nowhere, and I didn't have a time to run. And go check it uh, out. So when you got the lock, you get the lock pick later, and then by the time you got it, you triggered him because you had gone yep. so far. See, and that was something that I did on my second playthrough, where because I, I missed the door across the street, right across the street from um from the the toy shop, there was a a door for the bolt cutters. Because once you're done with the bolt cutters, it'll it'll give you a little trash symbol that you can get rid yeah. of it. And so I knew I was like, I must have missed something. So I looked at my map, kind of looked around. I saw like a little exclamation point. I was like, oh, that must be someplace I can go and use this. So I ran back over there and kind of looked around. I was like, oh, it's right there. Snapped the bolt cutter, got like some uh, a first aid kit, some bullets and stuff in there. Um, yeah, and also in that toy shop where the Mega Man um, Easter egg is, there's a, a box that has one of the jewels in it. So you can put the jewels in that, in that clock, ho- clock tower little... Ah. Oh, yeah. You, you put the jewels in there. There's a red one, a green one, and a blue one. And if you put all three in, one, you'll, you'll get a... I got uh, a grenade. You get a grenade first. And then number two, you get... um. God, what was it? It was something... I can't remember. Maybe it was first aid or something like that. And the third thing was you get another ammo bag to get two more slots on your inventory. Oh. Yeah. See, and when, I, when that hit and I forgot that stuff, plus all the ammo and stuff I wasted, I was like, nope, starting over. Got to start over. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm going to need that shit later. I'm starting over. Don't start over. You're, you're, you're too far. Don't do it. No, I'm not <laughs> going to start over. Don't worry about no. that. Yeah. So I did. I started over just because I was at the subway after you finished all that shit. I was like, okay, I can do this area again. I took me two and a half hours to explore all this. I can cut that way down. And so Taylor was like, I don't think you should. And I was like, be quiet. I got this. And I did it. <laughs> I did it in like an hour. So I was like, shaved off an hour and a half. <laughs> just, I just kept skipping the cutscenes. I went straight to where all the stuff was I needed. And then I rolled out. Nice. And I had a ton of healing items. I think I had like six healing items by the time I left and that I carried over into the next fight. But so let's talk about the end of that area then. So you go through there and you find all the little shortcuts. You fight the zombies and stuff here and there that are around. Did you uh, see another Easter egg that was in there? So in the original, um, in the original, was it RE2 ending for the original game, 1998? 
there is a really weird um like a song that plays at the end during the cutscene that doesn't really match the game. Uh, this is a deep cut. I, I saw this on a video, so I, I totally did not catch this myself. Uh, the song that plays during the cutscene as they're walking off into the sunset, he, uh, Leon and Claire is playing. It's like this upbeat, like, uh, you know, pop song kind of thing. That song is playing in the donut shop every time you go in there. It's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, okay. That, yeah. I, I did not catch that at all. I don't remember that, was, that part. That's past me. I, that's, yeah. that's a deep, deep cut. Yeah, super deep. Um, yeah, I cheated because I was watching videos on YouTube and stuff. And I was like, well, like, you know, 15 things you missed playing RE3 Remake. And I was like, whatever, let, let lay them on me. And I was like, okay, I did miss all those. Um, um, yeah. I got, I do remember going through the, out. there's one of these alleyways. Um, the first time that you learn about where you can shoot the generators that they leave. Yes. And those stupid dogs. Oh, the dogs. They kicked my tail, man. <laughs> I zapped him and then I shot him uh, with that generator. One jumped on me and then I got him off. I had to heal myself, but I zapped one of them and shot the other. Mm. Yeah. Dobermans were annoying in the first game and they were definitely annoying in, in two. I hated the dogs so much. Yeah. Let's see. I don't, that's about it, it in that, that first area. Um, yeah. yeah. Those but, are all the big beats, you know? Well, um, and, and well, when the, when you f- see Nemesis going through and turning the regular zombies into the weird whippy headed things, I don't remember yeah. those. I don't he, remember those. I feel I want to say he did. Yeah, he did something like that in the original game. Uh, it just looks way fucking cooler in this one, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as soon as he does that, and I triggered that going through the donut shop, and he's yeah. out there doing that, and I heard him footsteps coming at me. I took a shot at that generator to my left. It yep. zapped him and I ran past him and that whippy head zombie ran up the stairs. He jumped in front of me because I didn't get away from him fast enough. So I tossed a grenade on the ground, which, which, you know, shot, which staggered him and long enough for me to run away. I got into the shutter and then went down to the sewer into the subway or whatever. Of course, she tries to sacrifice herself. She and shoves Carlos into the great jump. She jumps out of the last second, rolls out, and then he chases you through like these corridors and shit where you can grab stuff. I hit him with the with the red barrels, slowed him down, and I was like panicking, trying to kick open that that vent, jump into the sewers because she's like pulling it and then kicking and pulling it and kicking it. I'm like, he's not gonna be staggered for that long. He's gonna come behind me and fuck me up. You gotta hit them <laughs> red barrels, man. I did. I was still panicking because I knew he's behind <laughs> me and, and I couldn't turn around. I was too busy trying to get through the gate, through the uh, the vent or whatever. Um, but it wouldn't be a Resident Evil game if there wasn't some kind of sewer play of some sort. I mean, what Resident Evil game hasn't had a sewer section in it? <laughs> like, riddle, riddle me that, Batman. <laughs> I hated this part. So let's talk about the sewers. So you get into the sewers, you get a, a, a moment to breathe without Nemesis coming after you for a little while. Uh, and I knew I was like, some stuff's going to come out of these pipes or something or bust out of the water, even though the water's only ankle deep. Like what it always happens suspend your disbelief on this. Uh, how'd you feel about that first monster that, that big fucking frog looking dinosaur thing that comes out of the, the fucking tube. So I was going <laughs> down the first tunnel and I went straight and he, he popped out and I'm like, I'm, Nope. And ran back the other way and went down the other tunnel and another one popped out. Uh-huh. Uh and then I I uh I got eight. Did you use the oh he so they get they ate you alive? Oh yeah. 
None yeah, of them have me yet, but I saw a video of somebody getting eaten. I was like, oh, that shit ain't happening to me if I can help oh, it. That, I struggled. <laughs> I struggled through this section. <laughs> you sounded pretty, pretty pissy about it when we were talking about it. You're like, fuck the sewers. <laughs> so did well, you have the grenade launcher? Did you have it? Uh, no, I didn't have it yet. What? I didn't. I, I say, I, see, my problem is when I get weapons like that, sure. I save the ammo because I'm um, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to need this later on. So I didn't sure. use, I used a shotgun and my pistol through that entire oh, section. That's why. Because yeah. you use the grenade launcher, no matter, no matter what ammo there is in it, whether it's like the acid ammo or the flame rounds, yeah. one shot of a flame round will kill that thing. Just one. Oh, I burned through all of my th- handgun and shotgun yeah. ammo. Okay, what? Well, well, you know, if you have a previous save, well, no, you're you're as far as I am. Don't, don't do it. Again. I'm fine now. I but I would go through, and I depleted all my shotgun ammo. I figured out the timing, mm-hmm. but that was only after dying 47 times and having this stupid game come up and say, "Hey, would you like to go to an assisted mode? We'll give you some free uh, assault rifle and stuff." You got the the infamous. Do you want to drop the difficulty message? Pretty much. Yeah. We'll turn aim assist on for you. You know what? Oh, man. I got your aim assist hanging low. Yeah, that's that's awesome that they asked you. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we had see. This is why I wanted to do this because everybody's going to play this a little differently. I mean, ultimately, the the story's going to take you where it goes. It's going to hit those beats. We're going to hit all the same things, but people are going to play this differently. Some people are going to be really evasive and, and avoid stuff. Fault. Huh? It's all your fault. Because how is it my fault? Because after my text with you, you're like, oh, you want to conserve your ammo and all that. And so I'm like, oh, well, I, if I'm going to go through here, I need to, you know, keep oh, my no. grenade launcher and everything. So I'm like, I'm not going to ask me, like, can you give me more context about this? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean by that exactly? <laughs> no. Um, and, and Gabe is sitting down there. So I'm streaming it through my computer, right? So uh-huh. he can w- look at my monitor. <laughs> and, and he's laughing. He tells me later that he's laughing at me after how many times I got eaten by those damn things. Oh, I remember. I love it. <laughs> He's like, he wants to tell you about it. Oh, he does. Oh, I, I remember. I remember what happened. <laughs> He's like, come on in, bring him in. Let, let's hear. It. Let's, let's get some fighting. side commentary. Talking to the mic. So what I happened, buddy? You're fighting the boss. Was, oh, that one part. Remember when they were the guy was turning them into like the little wormy things with their heads? Yeah, that was so weird. Yes. So. Was it was it fun to watch your dad be eaten over and over again? Was it fun to see me getting eaten over and over again? I wasn't watching you that much, but the one part I watched you die second time was by that was by that giant lizard. Yeah, the giant nice. lizard. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if anybody's gonna be playing this and you're not to that section yet, if you do have the the, the grenade launcher with the flame rounds, take a shot at them. If you don't, if you want to conserve the ammo, you can do that because. Uh, no, I mean, obviously we're doing spoilers because when you get to the end of this area or the end of this particular section or whatever, you're going to have to fight Nemesis anyway. And the flame rounds do come in handy, even though he tries to dodge a couple of them. So you waste some of them, but, uh, yeah, who, who was shocked at that? The first time I shot a grenade launcher at him or, and he goes and just, you know, matrix is out of the way as yeah. it goes past him. He did a little, a little fucking electric slide on me and slid to the left. And I was like, what? And I paused it and Taylor, Taylor looked at me and her eyebrows went up like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he better not start doing that every fucking time I shoot at him. I'm pissed. Like, thanks a lot, Neo. Uh-huh. Just um, settle down. So I'm, I'm glad that, that the sewer section wasn't that long, though, because there's been yeah. times in previous games where the sewer section, I feel like 
uh, outstays its welcome, overstays its welcome. And I just want to get back up to like city areas or you miss the police station and things like that. Um, but it was just long enough and it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't too intrusive as far as like, you know, overstaying its welcome or anything like that. I did have a part where I, I had a dilemma where there was, I found some ammo on the ground uh, in the sewer, but I was fully st- stacked on everything and I had a ton of bullets and stuff. And I was like, I'm not going all the way back to this fucking, you know, crate way back beginning of the area and just come back and get six bullets. God damn it. That's me. Uh, I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it. And I had so much ammo. I was like, fuck it. And I felt really bad about it because I was like, I'm going I'm to six bullets. I'm going to need later. Because <laughs> I'm going to need that. Them. I did that where the the same room where the battery was. Okay. I, I had to go. I was full, so I had to keep uh-huh. running back and forth so I could get the uh, the high capacity or the high whatever they call rounds or the the gunpowder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the other gunpowder so I could take them back because I didn't I didn't know what the, I was going to fight Nemesis soon, but I just right. I'm, I, it's a it's a disease I have where <laughs> I have to go and collect things and then put it in the box. Gotta like hoard it. <laughs> I, I never got rid of my bolt cutters. They're in my box. Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah, dude, trash them shits. What are you doing? Nope. Like, there's a trash can on it. It it goes back to <laughs> days of Final Fantasy, uh, playing with my old roommates back in the day. He he's the one that got me started doing that kind of crap because <laughs> he would have like. 85 phoenix downs and never use any of them yeah, yeah. Would, i'm just like what do, yeah what but that's, that's a little different like this is like an item that is done you can't use it yeah. anywhere else and you're he saving would, it for like some rainy day shit no i just use that key that key that the, the uh well i guess we're kind of jumping ahead I'll, I'll get to the key we'll talk about it later but there's you a key you use it. later on. i threw it away after i used it because it had a trash can next to it i don't need it anymore you should have seen my house in Skyrim. Oh boy, <laughs> I, I don't want to. <laughs> Skyrim hoarder, <laughs> piece of shit. Um, okay, so where are we? We're in the sewer. Where you grab the grenade launcher, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. You get and then you're sewer. Where do you come out at the, after you go through the sewer? Was it? Oh, was it? You're in? Aren't you in a building? Oh no, the gun shop. You come out near the gun shop. Yeah, which was cool. That was a cool little scene. Yeah, it was exactly the same as the scene with Leon in Resident Evil 2 when he pops up there. The dude comes around the corner almost the same way, uh, surprises him. Um, only this, only Jill actually knows the guy as one of the best you know, gunsmiths or whatever that she's ever known and all this stuff. Um, as we all know, that guy is going nowhere because his daughter has been bitten by one of the zombies and so Jill doesn't know this and um and is trying to get him to come with her and say hey we, we got we got a plan we're gonna leave the city you got to come with us and he's like no uh I got my own thing going he doesn't tell her about his daughter being bit we only know that because of RE2 uh there's like a bonus DLC segment you can play where you're playing as him trying to like keep his daughter alive or whatever um so yeah, so you run into him. He get he says, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm not going. I got my own thing going. I'll meet you there." And he goes and locks himself in the room. If you walk over by that door, if you get close to the door and stand there for a second, he has a, a, a short short conversation with his daughter, and you can hear her. And they're like, "Daddy," you know. And you're like, "Oh, she's she's so fucked." Yeah, um, it was kind of heart wrenching a little bit. Right, and so my kids and I were watching that part, and and Taylor's like. She was like, <laughs> I was like, man, that sucks. She's like, right. She's like, well, you wouldn't leave us. I was like, duh, I wouldn't leave you. It was like, I would at least bring you with me until you started to turn and then 
make a choice from there what I would do, you know. And we kept saying we were talking about how it reminded us when we played um, the, the Walking Dead, Tell, Telltale's Walking Dead. At the yeah. end, spoiler alert for that, at the end when, when Lee is like changing because he got bit right at the end of the game and Clementine has to shoot him in the, you know, in the head to kill him so he doesn't turn into a zombie. Like that was like one of the most heart-wrenching scenes in gaming, man. So it reminded us of kind of that. We're like, man, that reminds me of that. Um, but anywho, uh, you take all the supplies that he left there for you in the key and then you head on, you know, and move forward. So what came after that then? Was it, were we near the scaffolding or that building where Nemesis, where you end up fighting him on the roof? That is not where we go next after that. I want to say that's where it goes after that. Can't remember for sure. Was it that or? I can't remember. I just started. <laughs> we just played it. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, Real bad. nice. Real good job, guys. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we'll just fast forward to that because you do get into an area where you're kind of like he pops up and he chases you along the scaffolding up as he just pops up. And he, now he has a flamethrower. Prior to that, he has like a grenade, la- a rocket launcher. So he's chasing you through the streets again and chasing you around. And you get into a building, you go up the scaffolding and all this stuff. And he lights the building on fire because he has this giant, this ginormous flamethrower. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're climbing yeah. up these ladders and running across these like scaffolding pieces and you finally get to the roof and you think that you're safe and all of a sudden, boom, he drops down again. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many moments where he pops up and I know that they're scripted, but if you forgot how the game goes and plus they changed a few things anyway, just to put a few surprises in there, it's still shocking and it still catches you off guard. It's well done. I didn't remember him turning into that big beast either, though. I don't know if I ever got that far. What? Oh, like you, did you see something like further down the line or something? Well, no, it's, it's like, so after the, the, the rail car, it, you know, he's talking with, um, or Jill's talking with Carlos. Um, and so maybe I got, maybe I am a little bit further than you. He hasn't turned into anything yet. I'm, I, like I said, I'm in that room where I just talked to the scientist on the computer. He's like, come get me. And, you know, and they're like, send the stars in. They know what to do. And he's like, oh, they're indisposed. And the police department is overrun. I'll okay. get there when I can. I'm going to shut my mouth. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of know what happens anyway. Because, I mean, from playing the game originally. But, yeah, you're fine. Um, okay. But, yeah. So, okay. that, but that rooftop fight, though. Let's talk about that. Let's take a quick yeah. break and talk about that real quick. So, okay. All right. So you're on the rooftop. How did you feel about this rooftop fight? How many times did you die? I died at least twice before I finally passed it. Oh, geez. You're, you were way better at these games than I am. I probably died five, six times. Yeah. He, he got me one of those times because I was like, I was trying to dodge. because I wasn't timing my dodge because he would be behind you and you can't look behind you. If you stop to look, he's going to hit you. And he would do the little dash and swipe at you and i would time it just right to like dodge out of the way with art with the right bumper and he wouldn't hit me and then i would use like that little generator up there to shock him and then i would come around behind him and hit him with the with the flame rounds from the grenade launcher a couple times i just kept shooting the backpack okay okay so i killed him a little quicker that's probably how i didn't die quite as much because i wasn't fighting quite as long as you were maybe i don't know Oh yeah because i was running around and i would do the same thing i would lure him over towards that that trap point Mm -hmm. um but i was constantly shooting his backpack trying to get that thing to ignite right 
And then I would switch. I switched over to my grenade rounds after that. Ah, okay. After he caught on fire and he was charging at me. Gotcha. Did you grab their grenade rounds off the scaffolding on the roof up there? There was one in the corner in a little silver box. We got yep. rounds, and then there was some across from that on the scaffolding along the the, the about, about waist high. There was a bunch of stuff on that side too. If you had time to grab that stuff. Yep. Uh, I grab that, and then there's also there's that. Uh, that green herb on the side, other side of the pallets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff hidden around if you have time to grab it. I mean, he's on you pretty good. So once you do have a moment to grab that shit, make sure you grab it. Speaking of grabbing things, if I could just bring this up real quick, have you been grabbing the Charlie dolls? I didn't see any until I was playing as Carlos. Yeah. They're all over the place. You probably saw the first one in that, in that supply room that you had to get in there. Yeah. And you can hear it. TikToking around you. Yeah, the, it's funny because you missed a bunch. There's one in the donut shop next to the uh, behind the counter next to the next to the microwave. There's one in the uh, toy shop sitting right next to the Mega Man. Oh, There's yeah. another one in that room where the safe was, where you got the uh, where you got the scope for your pistol for that first safe, that very first safe you run into. Oh wow, I've missed a ton. There's one in there. Uh, it's up on the on the between the boxes on the shelf up there. When you walk, when you go towards the door, the other door, the opposite end of that room. Yeah, there's a there's probably you probably missed about six of them at least before you got here where you're at now. Maybe more. I don't know. I didn't. I only found one in the sewer, in a dead end corner through the through like some bars sitting next to some trash, in there. So Second playthrough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I'm gonna do, I was just telling Taylor, I was like, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna finish this game out the way I'm playing it right now and try to find them all as I go. But if I miss anything, I'm gonna drop the difficulty down to easy just so I can find all like the hidden shit I missed, just so I can enjoy the game and find stuff. Maybe I'll play on assisted mode so I can get that assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know you're gonna do it. You probably, probably <laughs> got you down, you asshole. <laughs> just ah, whatever. As long as you're enjoying the game, who gives a shit? I know people that are playing this on hardcore. I'm like, you are out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Why? I don't know if I could do that. How would you do it? Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, if you beat it once, I guess if you want more of a challenge, if you know where everything is, you know what to do. I mean, I guess it could be something you want to try. But that's something I'll stream as I <laughs> I get frustrated as I go. Uh, can you imagine? Less bullets. Everything's harder to kill, and you want to. Fucking off yourself <laughs> by the time you're done streaming that shit. <laughs> the damn lizards were hard enough. I don't need them to be any harder. Yeah. <laughs> well, this time, just use use the flame rounds. You'll be fine. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So here we are. We we defeat Nemesis finally after a handful of tries or whatever. He finally drops to his knees, and you're like, okay, this fucker is dead. Finally, I mean, obviously he's not dead. The asshole comes back again. Like, <laughs> like. You know he's gonna come back. He's like this game is we're probably like maybe a quarter of the way through this game. He's not dead yet. Then uh, from what I hear, this is this game is much shorter than RE2. That was another grievance that some people were were tossing out there that is shorter than RE2. And it's like, well, yeah, but also this is way more action oriented. And you spent more time in RE2, just kind of like backtracking and doing like kind of a Metroidvania kind of thing. This is a little more. This is way more action focused. You know what I mean? Like they're putting you in fights regularly. Hence all the ammo and all that shit. You end up getting. Since when did eight hours become a short game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Eight hours isn't bad. I mean, six hours is a, is a typical Call of Duty campaign, which is like, yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily come to Call of Duty for a campaign. You come for the multi. You mean you come for the 
for the multiplayer, you stay for the campaign. Maybe or is the way around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Take your pick, depending on who you are. Um, I know I come for the campaign and I stay for that multiplayer later. But <laughs> that's just um, so he chases us some more. We get to what you find okay, at some point here it switches over to Carlos after dealing with Nemesis a handful of times and stuff. So now you're playing. Yeah, well, you, you get on the, you finally get back on the train and mm-hmm. then you, the train ships out. Which yeah. I, did you, uh, so earlier on, uh, what the heck is that guy's name? Nikolai or something like that? Oh, that guy. What about him? When he's like, you got to worry about yourself because if you don't, you're going yeah. to get everyone killed. Probably yeah, a, yeah, probably yeah. A bad but uh, it's, it's about <laughs> spot on. Um, have you got to that other sp- uh, other spot yet? Then on the train, uh, you talking about like where Nemesis jumps onto the train and then yeah, 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 yeah. He kills all those innocent people that was in that other car. He grabs the old man who's basically uh, this is my theory. Okay, and hear me out. What was the old man's name from Left 4 Dead? I know, I know. He looks exactly like him. This is, <laughs> this is like his like his tale after Left 4 Dead. He survives <laughs> Left 4 Dead one and joins an elite squad hunting down zombies across the world, an elite team, and that's where he actually gets killed is by Nemesis. There you go. I like it. Yes, thank you, thank you. It's like just like with 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 uh, Walter White. You know, after after the 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 show, <laughs> after Breaking Bad, he stay he hangs out in the, in the middle as Malcolm's dad. <laughs> witness protection. That's what that is all about. He's in witness protection, and, he, and that's where that takes place after Breaking Bad. He's not really dead. He's living out somewhere in like Wyoming or whatever. You're welcome. <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, okay, so so. Uh, so he Nemesis jumps on the back of that train. I guess we forgot. We're kind of jumping around, but we're, we're hitting the best we can. People, if you're upset because we're not going exactly in order, we're missing stuff. We're sorry. We're going off strictly off of memory. We just got we just we've been playing it all weekend, and all kind of jumbles together a little bit with sprinkles of like nostalgia in there of way it, way it used to be, an old man memory. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't see that old man dying. I thought he was going to be around for a little bit. No, uh, rest of soul. Right away, and he's like, you know, get off my train, and he blows himself up. He knows he's gonna die anyway. Nemesis wasn't gonna let his ass go. Uh, blows up Nemesis and himself, derails the train. It goes off track. Um, you end up in the new area, and what isn't that where you take over as Carlos? I want to say. I think so. Yeah, that's when it finally. Like, I think that's when it cuts away. Mm-hmm. And then this was kind of a cool area, though, like um, being able to use his assault rifle um, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, RPD, here we come. Right. Uh, It was so nice to get back there. I didn't know if they were going to have us play in the police station again. I I had a feeling we would be there for a little bit, but it's nice to get back to a familiar area, you know? It was kind of cool to I so I ran around before I went inside of the actual police station and went back to that uh, that one room that's underneath the stairs mm-hmm. or uh, down through there and like rifled around. And you could see where Leon's stuff is there or somebody there was a co- some cops there that didn't get any of his blues yet. Uh, right. Just ca- kind of little little nods to things. Yeah, you know, it, it was cool too because Carlos he the things that he says 
while in the police station is what everybody was thinking anyway. Like if you go over to like the, uh, what was it? I think it was the, um, the spade door or not, I think it might've, might've been a close, the, uh, was it a spade? It was one of the doors in the very, in the first area where the, where the typewriters, when you first get into the police station, that's Carlos. You walk over to that door and he goes, well, that's a weird fucking door. You know? He's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, it is. That's fucking stupid. Who has this in a police station? <laughs> well, I walked over to the keep out door. And he's like, all right, I'm going to do what the door says. I'm going to keep out. <laughs> yeah. Like that's exactly what you're thinking. You know, um, he does it again. When you go into the room that had Leon's like, welcome Leon, uh, hanging. Yeah. The ceiling, and if you back up and look at it, he'll go, I bet you had a great first day. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah, he did. Um, so all those little nods. The funny thing, too, as of where I'm in the police station, I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm back on familiar ground. Let's go. Because I played RE2 a ton uh, as far as the original and the, the remake um, from last year or whatever. And so the funny thing was I go up to one of the lockers that has the locks on it. And you got to do like the little the, the letter locks. Yeah. And I put cap in there upstairs and I, knew, I just knew it all off the bat. The girls go, how'd you know that? I was like, did you remember that from the from playing the from RE2? I was like, oh yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> um, and then the one upstairs, I remembered it too because it was DCM, and I thought that it should have been DMC, which would have been a nod to Devil May Cry, also a Capcom game. So that's how I memorized which one it was because it's DCM instead of DMC, and I thought it should be the other way around. Anyway, a little fun fact: the original <laughs> Devil May Cry was supposed to be a Resident Evil game. Carry really? on. Okay, all right. Consider my mind blown now. One to one, sir. Thank you. <laughs> um so yeah we're back in the police station you get to see how certain things played out so before you even go into the police station you run across brad vickers his zombie anyway uh yeah you be, yeah you can leave him in that courtyard or you can kill him the other guy with you he says leave him but i end up killing him i was like fuck that i'm gonna put him out of his misery I'm I, I popped a cap in him and took his id card exactly yep and, and that's good you did that because that card is going to come in handy tenfold over the next couple of hours of the game um and open up so much stuff for you so then you go inside you wander around and kind of do some stuff all the doors are pretty much locked um there are some bullets upstairs if you run down the hall, upstairs uh along the the railing up there um you can't go in any of the doors the only door you can go in is the one that's open to your left at the very bottom there and you go through there and that's where that where in re2 that was the scene where everybody like has seen in the trailers and stuff where he pulls the head, the guy's chin back and he has all this stringy freaking tendons and stuff. And amazing. Just amazing. It, how good it was, it. it was so cool to see how that played out. Yeah. He, a liquor like whipped him in the face, but they don't show that it's a liquor cause you can't really see it. But when you see that tongue flip out from around the corner, you know what the fuck it is. Yeah, it was that was just that was a cool little, mm -hmm. you know, cool little nod. I guess it's not a nod, but just a cool piece of storytelling that's telling you that, you know, Leon is literally like two hours behind you where you're at right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool um, to, to, to see it all play out. I, I like stuff like that where you can when you do something and later on you get to do something else and go, oh, that's how that shit happened. Yeah. Um, so you progress through there. You kind of weave your way through all these areas that you've been through, but you're kind of doing it backwards from what you did when you played it as Leon. If you if it's still fresh in your mind, uh, the safe codes, I want to say was I think I want to say that they said all of the combination locks and safe codes and stuff are all the same from RE2. I want to say you can probably double check that. I know those the combination locks that have the letters on them are the same. I'm not sure about the safes or not. Um, 
But yeah, so that's pretty much where I stopped at. I went upstairs. I read that little letter upstairs where it was like, you know, the guy says, uh, don't open the locker. Um, I, I got bit and I disinfected it as best I could, but I feel really weird. I'm starting to feel worse and worse. Uh, I'm in the locker. You can, you can probably guess why. Don't open the door. And Carlos is like, all right, man, he, he trying to make him open it. He says no, and he doesn't open it. But Leon's dumbass shows up. Like, oh, what's in this locker? And he opens up and dude falls <laughs> out. And he's like, okay, what the fuck are you doing, Leon? <laughs> and then you blow the hole in the wall with the with the with the uh, C four. But you got to get a battery downstairs. You fight a couple of liquors. They sucked. I saved right before I fought one. It killed me twice because I I stunned it with my flash grenade and then. I popped it with the assault rifle a little bit and I thought I was going to die because I was trying to conserve ammo and it jumped at me two times and got me because I didn't run away fast enough. And so I had to like boot up my save again and try it again and not get killed at all and not burn up all my healing for that. But yeah, that's where, we're, where I ended up stopping at. Did you die from all those zombies in that fucking hallway after you blow the hole open? Because I didn't realize that I couldn't back up. I like to fire off shots and, and like kind of backpedal a little bit as I'm shooting so that they can't get me. Mm-hmm. But as I was doing that, I kept getting hurt. And I was like, what's hurting me? So I stopped aiming and I turned around and there's steam behind you. It won't let you go back into the room with the lockers. Oh, so after you I, that hole in. Yeah. No, I, uh, I used his punch and knocked all of them down and then just shot them all on the ground. Oh, nice. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what, I, what the cool thing about uh some of these encounters is that everybody does it differently so when you you punch them to the ground with that with mm-hmm. the clear like crowd control kind of thing they all fell down and you shot them from there yep nice see i didn't do that uh the first time i tried to shoot them all like with in headshots but i was just kind of like kind of spraying across left to right just slowly back and forth hitting them in the head uh-huh. and stuff. i got most of them and then i thought they were dead and i came through the doorway and another one I was around there's, the corner two, got there's me. two more around the corner yep they got me and then I started taking a bunch of damage and I got irritated. I was like, okay, now I'm going to burn up a bunch of healing. I was like, I'm starting over. So I rebooted my save right before I went in there, did it over again, and I had a grenade in my hand. And so after blowing the door open, they all kind of started trudging in there. I just tossed a grenade into the, into the crowd and killed almost all of them except for one. So oh, yeah. That's a good way to do it. And then I cut them with the knife and then I went to the door. The liquor was there. I didn't go out there with them. I just pushed the door open and I would shoot him from the doorway, then close the door. He walk away, come out and do it, rinse your feet. That's that's the way to take care of that one. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. You gotta I didn't go outside. Fuck that. Don't do it. No, uh, I just lit him up with my assault rifle and it was like, peace out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that brings us to where we both stopped. We got to the office upstairs. It has like a guitar in there and some other stuff. And it's really cool how a lot of the things that Leon had to like really work for are just open for us. Um like that, like that room that you go into in that big office that you get to with the guitar and everything in there, you had to do a bunch of work to get that, 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 uh, storage room open. It's just open when we get in there and there's a, like a silver chest in there and you go in there and you open up and there's more ammo in it for your assault rifle. But when, when, when you play as Leon, you had to get, you had to use that computer outside that doorway there. Was that the Uzi or? think so i'm not for sure yeah i think so you had to go through a bunch of a uh, bunch of hassle to get like to use the computer and get the right you know pass card and all this other shit um but yeah so i threw some shit in the, in the chest and the guy was like hey i want you this is gonna take me a little while i want you wander around and go see what you can find I, i'm gonna work on this and so then i was like okay i'm gonna stop and then i hopped on with you and so here we are so man 
I'm a little further than you. Okay. Okay. I'm I, I'm back to playing as as Jill. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I know how all this plays out. We're you're pretty close to, huh. to the next spot, but I won't. I already spoiled it earlier. <laughs> So no, I'm not going to say anything else. That wasn't that big a spoiler. I mean, and I, I know that Nemesis does transform at some point. Almost every Resident Evil game, the, whoever the, the you know the protagonist, the antagonist is, ends up uh, mutating at some point. The T virus takes over or whatever, and blah blah blah. No worries. Um, we'll definitely keep doing this and talking more about it before we before we wrap up or whatever. I want to talk about some of the things that about the game because we've been gushing about the game we we both are enjoying it thoroughly but are there any things about the game that you're finding like you know you're not liking or that are coming frustrating or that you wish they had done differently anything like that that you can think of or i mean don't think of one just to think of one if you don't have one awesome great but no i i don't see what the other reviewers like what their gripe is with it Mm -hmm. um i really like item management stuff is fine um I I like having the dodge, especially with Jill, you know, having that, that dodge to get out of the way, you know, and it goes into that slow motion so you can line up a good shot or whatever. I love it. I the whole actiony aspect of it is right up my alley. So I have I have zero gripe so far. There's just a few spots. I mean, you die. It's a hard yeah. game. And I'm fine with that. It's trying you know, for sure. So yeah. parts. Um I've been running two saves. And I'll just leapfrog back and forth between the two because if I need to go back to an area, so like I've been just okay. So I have two saves, and then so I'll save on one, and then if I get after I get to a certain point, I'll save on the second one, and then I'll just kind of go back to the first one. That way, I have two. Um, if if something small like I just need to fight this encounter over again, I'll use the the first the, the most recent one. But let's say I get to a part and I get to like oh I, I now I have a boss fight, I don't have enough ammo. Let me go back a little further to that previous one that I leapfrogged over. So I've been doing a little bit of that. And it's been helpful um, in case I need to back up a little bit. So I don't have to replay a whole, the whole game or anything like that. If I get stuck, which I don't think I'll, that'll happen, but it just makes me feel better. I don't know. It's you like, know what I have to say to people that say that it's too hard? <laughs> what do you guys Get say? good. Ooh. Ah, an oldie but well, seriously. An oldie but goodie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, if, if it's not a challenging game, why are you playing it? Sure. You I, know, I, you can throw it on easy and then cry about it because it was too easy. Yeah, I want. I like it that that it's got a good challenge. It does. I mean, there's, there's there is a steep learning curve initially, but once you settle into the way the game is trying to get you to like utilize your items, utilize. Uh, um, I also changed the the aiming. I slowed it down so that when I'm aiming down, you know, down sights, is I'm not swaying super fast. It also helps to find the items like they give you everything you need within the game. If you didn't go and get open that safe and get the the scope for your pistol, that's on you because that makes aiming so much better. Um, so make sure you're finding all that stuff. And if you're not sure, the game lets you know that there's areas you haven't explored yet and that there's still items out there. And if you're just walking past that stuff, I mean, that's on you. Like be be thorough as best you can. It's kind of scary to go down dark hallways and shit if you don't need to. But. This is this is what you came to the game for, you know, for real. I just take your time and enjoy it. I mean, it's a gorgeous game. I agree. Um, I would say my only gripe is that and I'm I'm starting to be OK with it because my, my bullet management has been pretty good up, up to this point. But it, it does frustrate me a little bit that it takes so many bullets to kill one zombie sometimes. Um, 
because you and every zombie is going to almost every zombie. I'll say ninety percent of the zombies get back up, and so just, you shoot them in the head four times, they fall down, and then you're like, okay, if you if you are that guy who isn't using your your knife and you're shooting them in the head a couple of times, you you may waste six to seven bullets per zombie. Here's the thing: once you get that aiming sight. Mm-hmm. If you aim toward, if, like, if you're just shooting him in the face, yeah, it, it takes him more shots. If you hit him right in the brain pan, dude, it's two shots. Oh, okay, I didn't realize I, that. I sat there when I was going through the area, um, or you're going to the, to set up the generator or turn on the those uh, those breakers first for the first time. Mm-hmm. There was a, a gal that popped up, and I I learned right then that if you aim and actually aim towards the actual top of the skull. It's right. two shots, and they, it'll actually pop. Okay. Oh, okay. So I have done that before. I just figured it was like one of those things where it's like uh, 30% of the time, you'll hit a, shoot them in the head, and they'll just explode. You know what I mean? I, th- I thought it was just one of those things. So I, maybe nope. I'm doing it here and there and just haven't realized it. Okay, I need to aim higher on the head to make sure I'm hitting them in the brain. That makes sense. If they did that on purpose, that's that's a pretty nice little touch, which makes complete sense. Yeah, I... I Assault rifles, the same thing. I, I was sitting there shooting the crap out of these guys mm-hmm. and just aim it up a little higher and start throw like, you know, a couple of crap, crap, crap. Yeah. And they'll just, they'll drop Duh. and stay down. Okay. And that's, that's a good tip. Thank you. Appreciate that. I definitely utilize that. Um, Yeah. That was my only gripe was that like zombies keep getting back up and shit. And it's like, okay. Uh, which makes sense if I'm not hitting them in the right spot. I mean, like you said, hit them in the brain, they don't get back up. Shoot them on the arms and all that shit. Everybody knows not to shoot them in the arms and chest and stuff. Don't waste your bullets. Shoot them in the face, in the head, uh, preferably. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of that was like kind of frustrating to me. Uh, Nemesis is a little frustrating, but it's he's supposed to be tough. That's the whole point, you know. Uh, yeah, I can play through. He didn't bother me quite as much, and I was better about dodging his attacks and all that stuff so and and saving my grenades and flashbangs and stuff for him uh but yeah i'm really enjoying it this is probably the first game in a while that i would say in months that's made me like i don't play it for a couple hours and want to play something else like i want to keep going i want to keep on doing the thing so yeah it's good stuff well i guess we can go back to playing then and and and, and do our thing uh we'll try to meet up again and do this uh probably in a couple of days here we'll see how much further we, uh, we can all get if anybody out there is playing the game and wants to join us on this on the side on the side quest for this game in particular we're going to probably play to the next major area i can't really think of how far to say we should go without spoiling anything um probably the next couple of hours worth of gameplay and we'll just talk about it and if someone if you're a little further than us then so be it or vice versa it's not a huge deal i guess but uh yeah we're gonna talk about some more later this week um maybe like wednesday or thursday so feel free to join us for that other than that tj uh so far how many stars would you give it five stars yeah there it is all of the stars you probably know what i was was laying down man appreciate that Uh as of right now, um, it's not a perfect game. Probably four out of five. Yeah, me too. I'll give it four out of five. Maybe four and a half out of five, but a little bit of nostalgia playing there too. So, yeah. Anywho, thanks for joining us, guys, for this side quest. We'll see you again in a few days and talk more Resident Evil 3 Remake. Uh, in the meantime, stay alive, stay safe, and serve those bullets. We'll talk to you next time. That's Romando and TJ. We are out.
Standard ways. You're talking dicks.